Welcome to Sylvia Speaks, the podcast you didn't know that you needed. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sylvia Speaks. And yes, I'm sorry, this is audio only, not video. Um, I'm still having trouble trying to figure this whole thing out, but you know what? We're getting somewhere. I finally, you know, caved in and I bought an audio interface to connect my mics to, and then I tested them out and it sounded like both the mics were working, but then it's like the volume is really low and I just, I'm not going to stress over it right now. I'm just going to worry about getting an episode out for you guys and the video will come when it comes. I'm just not even going to force it upon myself when it happens and everything comes together. That is when video podcasts will be a weekly thing for me. And I'm okay with that. And I think you guys are okay with that too, right? Regardless, you're getting, you're getting some content. You're getting an episode. You're getting a good topic to, you know, listen to and to dive deep into. So this week it is audio only, but I love doing audio only podcasts. I think I feel like I can get more into it. They're a lot easier. And I feel like the sound is just way more crisp. I don't know what you guys think, but that's just my opinion. And I love it. And we're here. It is Sunday, the 13th of August. It's crazy that we are already in the middle of August. I can't believe that. Um, I remember New Year's Eve like it was yesterday, like legitimately yesterday. So it's insane that we are already almost into the holidays. I mean, practically. Might as well start getting ready for Halloween and Thanksgiving and picking out our outfits to sit in the sala. You know, like Christmas coming and it's practically already 2024. So happy new year, you guys. (laughs) I hope that you guys can't hear like the background noise of my fan, but I have no AC in my little tiny she shed. I only have a fan and it is like a hundred degrees outside. It is so hot and I just, I need it. Otherwise I will be sweating everywhere. And that's not cute. That's especially not cute because my boyfriend is going to meet my family for the first time today. So I can't be, you know, all sweaty, all sudada for later. That's gross. <laughs> That's gross, you guys. But yes, um, you did hear that correctly. I said my boyfriend is coming over to meet my family for the first time. I am officially off the market, y'all. Officially off the market. <laughs> um, crazy, 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 crazy. I don't, I did not expect that I would be here in the space right now. Like I didn't think that I would be coming to you guys and telling you that I am no longer single, but it has happened. It has happened. And I want to share a couple other things that has happened before this relationship or as this relationship was blossoming and becoming what it is now. I want to talk to you guys about triggers because your girl be getting triggered all the time all the time. And not just like relationship wise, I get triggered for everything. I get triggered with my friends. I get triggered with my kids. I get triggered with my family. I get triggered at work. I get triggered while I'm driving. I get triggered 24 motherfucking seven. And it is a normal part of life. We all get triggered. And I think it is a a misconception that as somebody is healing and doing the work that they no longer are going to have these triggers occur. And that's just not the reality. As a person who is healing and going through a healing journey, you start to recognize what your triggers are. And so they just become more, you know, you can become more aware of them. 
they just become like more in your face like when they happen you're like ah i'm triggered as opposed to like before you just weren't conscious and so you weren't really noticing that you had reactions to certain situations or that certain situations would make you feel a certain way so with awarement with healing you really just notice a lot of shit that you do and that other people do and um that is what healing gets my friends <laughs> recognizing your own bullshit your own shit and that it stinks because that is what we are going to talk about today is them triggers and how they affect us and our relationships so i believe another misconception too is that like once you've done the work and you're healing and you want to find a partner who's equally on that same path and you guys just like understand each other and you communicate and everything is like butterflies and rainbows and that partner just understands you and you're just able to like talk about things and you know none of these things are going to happen nobody's going to get triggered and nobody's going to get on each other's nerves and you know nobody you're not going to have issues in a healthy relationship right and so I think that because society and social media has taught us these things or they're teaching us these things through reels and coaches and whatnot, at the first sign of like somebody triggering us or somebody doing something that we don't like, we call it, to, we, we call it, like we call it out. Like we're just like, bye, either bye or like, what the fuck was that? And to a certain extent, I think that this is a good thing. I think it's a good thing that we're just more aware and we are feeling more empowered to have those conversations with these people, potential partners, partners, and just like, let them know, like, Hey, that's not cool. I don't like that. Um, let's discuss, you know, but at the same time too, I feel like people who aren't fully ready or like have the tools to have these types of conversations can just see something happen and they, it may trigger them. They may not like it, whatever. And they just call it quits. And they're like, I'm not doing this. Bye. And while I believe there are certain things, certain red flags that it's like an automatic, absolutely the fuck no, there are certain things or potential quote unquote red flags that could be addressed that maybe really aren't a red flag. Maybe it's just something that just comes with communication. And so I'm going to give you guys like a couple examples that have happened um, within the time frame that I was dating uh, my boyfriend and then, you know, to becoming getting into a relationship with him and just small things that had happened that like as time progressed, I was like, uh, I don't like that. But then, you know, we talked about it and then things got fixed. And that's 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 crazy, you guys, because that's just like literally what healthy communication is, is like addressing the issue and then it getting fixed wild right when you've never experienced that before in your life it's fucking wild let me tell you wild i didn't even think it i didn't even think it existed i thought that that was like a myth i didn't think people could like really truly communicate in that sense but you can so when he and i first started dating um there were a couple things that happened that i was like uh what the fuck i don't like that <laughs> So me, I'm a very spontaneous girly. If I want to get up and do something, like, I just, I, that's what I like to do, you know? So sometimes I don't, like, really like to make plans. I kind of, like, just like to go with the flow. And I said like, like, a like a lot right now. <laughs> but oh, sometimes I just want to go with the flow, you know? And I was having dinner with my god sister, and I had reached out, and I said, hey, you know, if you're open to it, um, you know, if this dinner, if we don't do anything after dinner, I'd like to come see you for a little bit. 
And to him, he was like, okay, well, do you know, like, if you for sure going to be able to come? So that way I can prepare and I can get things ready and I can maybe like order food or dessert or something and just have something, you know, nice for you. And I was like, well, I don't really know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It just really depends on what happens tonight. But if I have time, I'd like to see you. And so he kind of got triggered by that because he was like, I feel like my time isn't being valued. I feel like you're not giving me like a clear answer. Like, I would love to see you, but I kind of want to know if it's for sure or not. Like you don't, you, it's up in the air for you. Like you don't even know if you want to come see me. And I was like, you're taking it too much to heart because that's not what's going on here. I'm just telling you that if I have time, I'd like to come see you. I'm thinking I'm just being spontaneous because this is something that I've been used to. This is something that I just like to do. But to my partner, that doesn't feel safe. My partner doesn't like that I do these things. He wants to know, is it a yes? Like, are you for sure coming over? It doesn't really even matter about the time. I just really need to know if you're coming over so I can prepare for you. And to me, I'm like, well, I don't even know either. And so I think that would suck if I would have told him yes. And he did all these things and I didn't show up. That's shitty. And as we, we kind of, it kind of blew up. We kind of got into it. I was like, this is ridiculous. I don't understand why I have to like give you a a definitive answer. Like, why can't I just be spontaneous and like pull up on you if I feel like it? And I didn't understand. So at that point I was like, you know what? I'm not arguing. Like, this is exactly what I said I wouldn't do in a new relationship. Like, I'm good. You know, cool. We can just leave it at, at this and that's it. And I was ready to walk away. But he was adamant. He's like, let's talk about it. And so as we talked about it, I was able to kind of understand a little bit about what his triggers were. And his triggers were that very exact day he was supposed to, you know, spend time with his family and something happened to where they showed up late. And so he was kind of upset. Like I, you know, I set aside an hour of my time at work and my lunch hour. I dedicated that hour to spend with you guys and you guys show up, you know, five minutes before my lunch is supposed to be over. And now I can't you know, now I don't have that time to spend with you guys. And so he felt like his time wasn't being valued earlier in the day. And then I do, you know, this, or I say this to him and it triggered him and it made him feel the same way that he felt earlier in that day. So while maybe me wanting to just like pull up on him and be spontaneous, wasn't really all that big of an issue in that moment, it didn't feel safe to him because of what he went through earlier in the day, but he was able to recognize that trigger. And he was able to say, you know what? Like, I know that that's not what it is, but I'm just telling you, want to let you know, like how it made me feel and kind of where I got triggered and why I got triggered. And that's so important because in a relationship, when you're able to have these conversations and just like figure out what each other's triggers are as they come up, because nobody's perfect and no relationship is like butterflies and rainbows. There are going to be things that your partner does, that your friend does, that your family does, that your children do, that your coworkers do, that are going to trigger you. And you're like, ew, I don't like that. And so you have the option. You have the choice to either be quiet and not say anything or to, to say something and communicate and work through it. Because that person could not... It's a very, very likely possibility that they don't even know what they did to you. They don't even know how what they said affected you in a certain way. That is actually what happens probably like 97% of the time. Somebody could do something, say something to you and really think, not think that it's that big of a deal. But to you, it's like a huge ass deal. But they're never going to know that 
unless you communicate with them. And when you don't communicate with them, you let all of that fester inside of you and you build resentment up and it starts to really shift the relationship and the dynamic that you guys have. It doesn't make it healthy anymore. And so this is why it is so important to really recognize what your triggers are. Like in the moment where something doesn't feel right, where you're starting to get bothered, where you're starting to get upset, you have to like take a step back and just reassess the, the situation. Evaluate everything that is going on in that moment and say, okay, what about this doesn't feel good to me? What about this doesn't feel safe and why? Does it remind me of something that was familiar? Like ask yourself all these questions, like go down a checklist to really get to the root of the problem. And then once you get to that root of that problem, you're able then to vocalize it with that person and have a really clear and consistent and concise conversation because you know why you felt the way that you felt. Now, that doesn't mean that that other person is going to have that same reaction towards you. It doesn't mean that they're going to be able to fully take in what you're saying and communicate in a healthy manner back to you. They also might get triggered by what you have to say. And that does happen often. But your feelings are valid and your triggers are also valid. It's something that you work through. But as you work through your triggers, you also have to understand the role that you play. So if you are getting triggered for something that perhaps isn't all that big of a deal, you can take a step back and reassess your own reaction and then really talk yourself, you know, into a different type of reality and mentality and perception. Like, I didn't really need to get all that crazy over somebody eating my food. That happens to me, like here at home. Like, I'm like... Where the hell was the Oreos? Like, I just bought a pack of Oreos and they're gone. And here I am getting triggered because I'm like, I can't even, you know, have anything nice in the house because somebody eats it all. Like, I only had one Oreo. But then when I take a step back and I'm like, it's food. It's for the house. I can't get upset if somebody eats it. Like, that's what food is there for. I can't be greedy. And so while I recognize that's my trigger, while I recognize my trigger is... Nobody respects me when I buy food and they just eat it all and they don't even think about me. I flip it and I think, okay, that's what food is for. But if I would, I would appreciate still that they would, you know, leave me at least two Oreos. I can communicate that. Hey, when I buy a pack of Oreos, can you guys please at least leave me like a couple, you know, so that I can eat after work or something. Instead of like blowing it up and being like, you guys always eat my food and you never even think about me. And it's like, I can't even buy anything because it just goes like, do you see how there's a clear difference in those two ways of communicating? One is very emotionally reactive and potentially very hurtful. And the other one is very direct and stern and strong and just overall the best way to communicate. It gets to the point. You discuss what the issue is and then the solution. So despite the um, unpopular belief or popular belief that being in a healthy relationship means that you aren't going to get triggered and that the other person is just going to understand everything that you need and that you want and that you ask for, that's not the case. And when you get in a healthy relationship, you're going to get very triggered there are going to be a lot of things that come up for you that you're like, ugh, this happened before in my last relationship or two relationships ago, and I don't like it. 
But then in that moment, you have the opportunity to switch it up, to talk about it, to communicate. And then you can decide and determine based on the actions that happened after that conversation, if there is change, if that person is just as healthy and emotionally mature for you as you are for them. So this is a great thing. Being triggered is actually not a bad thing. It is a good thing because it shows you where you still need work. It shows you where you're not healed yet. And it shows you where you need to set boundaries. Because triggers are just reminders of things that feel familiar in the past that maybe weren't all that good for you. But that doesn't mean that every single situation in which a trigger comes up is going to result in the same result, I guess, that it did in the past. It can always change with healthy communication. So before you say bye-bye to that person that you're talking to or that you're dating and they do something that's cringy or they do something that reminds you of something, it just feels triggering, think about it. Sit with it and think about it and think about why it made you feel that way. And if it's stemming from something else. And if it is, do you truly believe that this person and that situation were identical to what you felt in the past? Or did it just feel familiar, but you know that this is different? Communicate and your answer will come from there. And then you can decide, okay, this person really likes me. They really want to work with me. They're really interested in hearing what I have to say and how we can make this better. Or if they get defensive and they don't want to hear it and they don't want to change, well, then there's your answer too. So triggers are important and communication is even more important because that is how you get the answer. That is how you know if somebody or something is meant for you. Communicate. And I'll tell you all right now, um, when I got out of my last relationship and I started dating new people, I was very quick to just be like, peace. Anytime something that came up that felt like familiar or felt triggering, I just was like, I ain't even dealing with this shit. I'm good. You can go. I'm cool on my own. I don't even want to deal with this. I'm chilling. I'm literally fine alone. And I also don't think that those people, like, you know, when I think back, right, because I didn't really have that sense of healthy communication with these people that I was dating. But then when I thought about it and I was like, okay, if I would have kind of like sat with my triggers in that moment and doing the same advice that I'm giving you guys, if I would have done that in those previous dating experiences, would I have felt that there would have been change? And honestly, no. So I'm kind of glad that, you know, even though I learned from those experiences, I didn't really dwell on the fact that like, I just dropped them, you know, (laughs) like nothing, but that was kind of like my theme. And I know that that's kind of been a theme lately, like in social media where it's like drop them if they don't do X, Y, Z. And to a certain extent, I agree. There are some things that are like non-negotiables that if you can't do that and you're hot and cold and you're wishy-washy, I'm good. I don't even need to like, we can communicate about it. And I, I recommend that you do at least once, probably only once communicate and be like, Hey, I don't like that you kind of go ghost on me or that you don't really check in and see how that person reacts to you. Because if they didn't know that they were doing that 
And they were like, I'm going to make a conscious effort to change because you know what? I really like you. I value this relationship that I have with you and I want to further it. So I'm going to do what I need to do to make you feel safe and secure in, you know, my presence. But if they are defensive, if they have an excuse that they don't want to, well, then drop them. But if somebody does something and it's kind of like, uh, I don't like that they didn't do that, but you kind of like refuse to talk about it and you just like get the ick and drop them. I would highly recommend that you just communicate and communicating feels so good too, because you get it off your chest. You said your piece, you say what you got to say. And even if it doesn't work out with that person, you can walk away knowing that you were able to defend yourself and stand up for yourself and set boundaries and recognize your triggers and speak up on them. And each and every time that you do it becomes easier and easier and easier and easier. And then you find yourself not settling for shit. And that's like where I want us all to be. I mean, guess honestly, like I want us to all be there to the, to the point where we're just like anything that comes up, we're like, Hey, let's talk about it. And using I statements, you know, I feel triggered when you do X, Y, Z. And it, it does hurt my feelings when you talk to me in this tone. And I would like solution for us to be able to communicate and to talk whenever one of us does something that triggers the other person. I would like us to sit down and like vocalize it instead of letting it fester inside and building resentment. Try it. Try it. And I promise you it's going to change your life because it changed mine from dating and feeling triggered and feeling like I was never going to find the one to speaking up on my triggers, communicating in a healthy manner, setting boundaries and vice versa. And to like now we're here and I'm over here telling you guys that I'm no longer single. Crazy, 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 crazy. I cannot believe it. I'm like flabbergasted. flabbergasted well i hope you guys like that episode on triggers and if there's anything else that you guys want me to touch up on them like i know i kind of talked about it more in the sense of a relationship but if you have anything that you'd like me to specify on friendships uh family maybe coworker relationships with work whatever it may be let me know i got you I got you. If you need examples, if you need, um, you know, like a script, I got you there too. Cause it took me a lot of work to get here and to be able to even communicate my needs because I was that passive person and that people pleaser where I was just like, I'm just going to stay quiet, you know, but then it would bother me so much that even if I wasn't saying anything, it was written all over my damn face. And that's not a, that's not a way to live. It's not a way to live. But when you start speaking up for yourself and vocalizing and talking about things, everything just feels so easy. It feels so much better, like to your nervous system to know, like, I got my own back and I'm going to speak up and I'm going to say when something triggers me, I'm going to say, hey, I didn't really like that. Instead of just like holding it inside and thinking about it for months. That's not cool. Not at all. But I hope that you guys have an amazing week. I hope that you really enjoyed the topic that we spoke about today. And I also really hope that next week I'm going to be like, surprise, video is like up and officially running. But we're getting there. Every week is a little bit of progress. And, you know, also also Mercury is almost in the microwave. So I'm just going to blame it on that forever and ever and ever. 
Mercury is retrograde and it is just technology and me aren't friends right now. And that's cool. I'm still going to figure it out. Even if that means recording audio with possibly some fan static in the back, all Gucci, you're still getting the message. <laughs> but if you have not already, please subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform that you're listening to my podcast on. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And that is where all of the video podcasts will be uploaded aside from Spotify. I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate every review that comes through. I appreciate every share, every message I receive. And I love you all. Thank you for sharing the space with me and for coming in and tuning in every single week. I love you. Bye.